Welcome back to week 15 of the fantasy football formula. Corey. All right. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping uh, it. Stay in. You might as well just keep rolling. Well, welcome back to week 15 of the fantasy football formula. This is the Saturday DFS slate breakdown. Our second three game slate of the season. You know, we had our Thanksgiving one. I, I like these shorter slates a lot. Like, Compared to, I mean, of course, I like the bigger slates, but I don't know. Something about the smaller slates, I really like. I will say this one's a little more difficult. Um, I think it's harder than the Thanksgiving one. Um, I think I just went all in on Josh Allen on that slate. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, there's just some low totals. You know, this this Buffalo-Miami game, which, you know, if it was in like a dome, everyone would flock to it. But, you know, now we're looking at, what, almost a foot of snow? Yep. Um, so it's just like, I think the highest total of these three games is going to be that first game, which is hard. Cause then, you know, you don't really know where you're, if you play the early game, you know, you're stuck with that. You can't make any pivots the rest of the day, which as we talk about on these shows coming off of guys and making pivots is massive on these shorter slates. So what do you guys think? What, what, what do you, I guess we can just, because three games, we just talk about the slate in general, our favorite plays. So like what quarterbacks are you guys on? I mean, I I still think you can play Josh Allen. I really do. I, well, yeah, he's in play. No, I know he's in play, but like, I think he can be the, the, the winning quarterback on this slate, even with the weather. I mean, it's in Buff. It's not like this is his first time ever playing in Buffalo. Yes, the conditions make it very hard to do things. I don't know what the wind is, if it's going to be like super windy or if it's just going to be cold. Because if it's not super windy, then I'm I'm going to be all over Josh Allen against the Dolphins secondary. I mean, you just saw what Justin Herbert did to them. I mean, Josh Allen is a different animal. Um, you know, so at 8,300, I, I feel like a lot of people are going to move away from him too. I, I really do. And he has the rushing upside. So I, I love Josh Allen. And then obviously... I I'm gonna have me some Maddie Ice, but that just that 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 one's scary. But I you have to do it against Minnesota's defense. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't hate the the Maddie Ice play. Minnesota can't get pressure, and you know Matt Ryan's had his biggest struggles when he gets pressured, right? So he he kind of panics, throws the ball away, throws some interceptions, drops some fumbles. But uh, but the Vikings can't they don't they don't get pressure like that so and their secondary is pretty slow. Um, I heard one stat today about Michael Pittman. Uh, he hasn't had a ton of big receiving games, but any game that he's gone over fifty yards, I'm pretty sure the Colts have won. And I think there's a decent chance with the Vikings secondary um, that he's going to get a ton of volume and a chance at that for sure. Nick, who's your guy? Who who are your guys? Yeah, I I mean, I don't mind Josh Allen. I'm not going to play a ton of them just because I think there's some decent options. Like if it's just going to be a snowball, like they're just not going to pass a lot. So I think that limits him, especially at that price. It's just a riskier play. Obviously, high risk, high reward. But I'm not going to play any Atua on the other side for the same exact reason. And uh, I just think the Bills have an awesome defense that, it's finally all healthy again. They got Trey White and Edmonds back. Like that's a that's a tough unit to play against. So I, I'm gonna probably play mostly on the cheaper side. 
Um, I don't hate Kirk Cousins, and uh, I like Tyler Hundley because the Browns' defense has been suspect all year. They just lost their best linebacker. I don't know. Ravens have a great offensive line, so, like, that's going to limit Miles Garrett. So, if anything, Humley's going to just run away from him. I like yeah. the Mark Andrews connection there. Uh, Mark Andrews is really cheap, so I like that stack. Yeah, it's supposed so to be pretty windy there, too, so a running quarterback definitely going to fare better. I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun's got legs, but I feel yeah. like he runs significantly less than – any Ravens quarterback is going to. Yeah. So Nick, your favorite stack this week is, is Huntley to Mark. Yep. All right. I, so typically I like to go like really narrow it down to like one, like last slate, I, like I said, I played all Josh Allen this slate. I'm, I'm splitting it up. Like I'm just, I'm not sold on just one guy. So I'd say my favorites are Kirk cousins and Matt Ryan. See, Corey, I can show the Colts some love. Like when I when like, you know, only took 15 weeks. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, when I when I think they're good plays, you know, it's a three-game slate. The Vikings I've been attacking. You know, what did I say, Nick, last week? What was my gold star lock of of a play? I don't know, but mine was Tony Pollard, and that paid off. It did. No, that that you know, Pollard got what there. Did but you say? I forget. Yours was a little more chalky and a lot yeah. like, like mine was DJ Chark. And uh, oh, that's right, <laughs> he did score, got there, he had a very good game. That's right. How could I forget? That was a that was a fun Sunday between you and I. I mean, right off the bat, Jamison Williams, Dude. my guy, caught a touchdown. I was Dude, like, I, oh, Chark was so bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I, I had never been so close to winning a million maker than last week. It I had a little bit of a sweat now things went downhill when Deontay Foreman didn't do a damn thing in the, in the <laughs> second game or in the later slate, which really killed me. But like, I had never been like so close to like actually being in it. Uh, so anyway, Kirk cousins and Matt Ryan are my favorites. And then I will be then Josh Allen. I rank number three. And then I'm even going to play some Deshaun Watson here. As long as Amari Cooper plays i know he's been a little bit banged up i don't know what his practice report has been this week i'll check on that but if he plays i will have uh some watson uh but yeah i just think really i want to target that indy minnesota game in that first game you know if people are trying to like wait and play save their players for the later games like this is the game i think it's likely is to shoot out do you guys agree yes colts vikings game Yeah. yeah Yes, for the most part, probably. We've got bad weather in the other two. Yeah. Right. Obviously, it doesn't, yeah, obviously, it doesn't like completely affect the game. But what I really hope is people like don't really know about the weather. And obviously, Miami Buffalo is going to attract more like, oh my God, this is going to be a shootout. But I hope it like people don't really realize how bad it's going to be until like the slate started. And then they're like, well, and then this early shootout could like, you know, Mm-hmm. blow everything out so let's go into right now that we've established the quarterbacks we're on what are the running backs there's one play that i just my gosh his price say it cory yeah. yeah cory do say it, cory give it Big to us Jonathan taylor <laughs> 7200 i mean Unreal. i he has he hasn't done much um you know in you know 
last couple of games, but a running back that's getting his last four games have touched the ball 20 times, just running, not even including his receiving, which he's getting at least, you know, four targets in the last three. I mean, the, the offense runs through Jonathan Taylor. It's, it's very evident there in Indianapolis, what they want to do. They want to run the ball. Um, and at 72, I mean, he should be higher than Nick Chubb or it's around. A- I mean, I it just, it's crazy. I mean, it's a good matchup against a team that, you know, it's not it's like it's a small slate too. Yeah. yeah like that's not like, like fighting with like exactly. you know, other top guys really. And they still have them priced like that. Yeah. So I like him. And on the other side, like we've been pretty good against the pass. <clears throat> Our run defense has been a little suspect. Um, so Dalvin cook, I mean, you can play both those guys and I think you'll have yeah. a pretty good, uh good shot at winning some money. Typically I don't like playing, uh, you know, the two most expensive or two of the most expensive running backs against each other when typically when they win, you know, the other side isn't as likely, but on a shorter slate, you can do it because really you're just wanting those raw points. And there's not like a ton of firepower at the running back position. No, but yeah, who do you like? My favorite running back is going to be a sneaky pick. But uh, it's James Cook. I think if this is truly a snowball, then we know James Cook's seeing like 40% of uh, running back targets, which is pretty good um, for a backup. But I think he's got a little edge in the passing game. He's got a little check down potential there. Um, So I like the receiving upside for James Cook. And if they got to keep it, you know, close to the line of scrimmage, I think he's the main benefit to that. Um, so I kind of like that for a, a much cheaper play. Whatever happened to Kareem Hunt this year, man? He's getting they, old. They just don't use him as much. much. They don't use him. Yeah. Yeah, he's he was, cheap, though. He is very, like, I think very cheap. he's someone I'm keeping in my pool. Um, I prefer to play him when I'm playing Watson, like, just to – yeah, yeah you know, if Kareem Hunt catching. is yeah, if Kareem Hunt's hitting, you know, it's usually in the passing game and then Watson. Last year they would almost change up like who was the running back each drive. Like Kareem would get a drive, then Chubb. This yeah. year they're just fully dedicated to Nick Chubb. And, you know, I don't know. Kareem just doesn't have the that X factor to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Now he's asking to be traded earlier too. Yeah, I don't know. Just just hasn't worked out for him this year. So, you know, Chubb is going to be the lowest owned of the Dalvin, Taylor, and, you know, that range, there. which I do think he deserves to be the lowest owned of the three, but we always know he's capable of, like, yeah, he's like ceiling can, like, just blow everyone out. So you could play yeah. them together and stuff. Like, it's just, it would be hard. Like, I really want to get one of Taylor or Dalvin in every lineup, but I think you could play chubb with one of those guys and still have plenty of salad these guys are cheap like all three of these guys yeah you know he's also cheap as the dolphins running backs yeah mostert with which we jeff wilson might be out so wilson or mostert's gonna have the whole backfield yeah it is snowball risky with the bills defense but yeah if he's getting 80 90 percent of of the snaps like that's 5.3k like that's such a good play yeah yeah but what about jk dobbins who, i'm gonna sprinkle him yeah dude i think moving forward end of year he finishes us 
the last couple of weeks, I think she finishes as a top 10 running back. Um, he's set up with success here. When he first came back, he, he had a hundred over hundred yards and a touchdown. Um, and like he was still splitting, splitting carries with Edwards and JK Dobbins is obviously the more explosive running back there. Um, so if, you know, he can get, you know, in that 16 to 20 carries attempts, like he has a good chance, especially against, against the Browns rush defense, who's been not very good. And Nick's already laid down the table that they just put one of their best linebackers on IR. So um, that opens up more holes and, and if this game is going to be a weather game where it's windy, I mean, shoot, I don't want Huntley throwing the ball 25 times. I want to hand it off and run the gadget plays that the the Ravens do in the, you know, mm-hmm. the wishbone formation or the whatever formation they they run in. Uh, I, I love JK. Yeah, I would say I prefer Mostert to JK by a bit, but I'm going to, this is, this is, again, this is why I think this is a very tough slate. It's hard for me to narrow down a quarterback. It's really hard for me to narrow down some running backs besides wanting one of Cook or Taylor in every lineup. But these guys are they're all pretty solid plays. Um receiver. You know DJ. This is like (laughs) any of the guys we like so far, quarterback, running back. There's not one guy we mentioned that's like gonna be like solo owned that you're like separating yourself like some of them like maybe like kareem hunt would be the only one that could classify as that because he'll, he'll be the lowest of the running backs but running receiver is where you could really find those gems that just go completely overlooked and you know they catch like a long ball and they find themselves into an optimal who was it on that thanksgiving slate um i can't remember who it ended up being I remember that last game, the Patriots. It was uh, it was McKenzie. McKenzie in the first game, everyone was, and, and then Diggs or Gabe. Diggs got there, but not enough really because Jefferson blew up. That's right. It was McKenzie. Yeah. That uh, he had he had two touchdowns, I believe, in that game. Yeah, he just yeah he definitely was the optimal guy. Yeah. So there so, you go. Well, he's in the yeah, back to he's in he's in this game. He's their slot guy. Um. But who do you guys think? Like at the top end, you have the trio of Diggs, Tyreek, Jefferson. We'll just go down the list. At, uh, it's a pricey end. Waddle's up there too, but three no, out of those but, but like, four guys we're, are going to be playing in a snowball. Yeah, so, okay. So here's what I'm saying is who's your favorite? Because like at the end of the day, we're still going to – unless you're just playing Chubb, Taylor, and Dalvin Cook in a lineup and you're just spending way down at receiver for all three, you're still going to have money to maybe get one of Tyreek, Jefferson, or Diggs. Who's your favorite, Alex, of those three? Uh, I'd have to go with Jefferson. I mean, I think that that first game has the best opportunity to shoot out. And, um, I mean, we know what Justin Jefferson can do and who he is, right? So, um, Corey, I mean, who's going to be matched up against him primarily? Well, so Gilmore? The, well, Gilmore. So, Gilly Locks, but. Yeah, Gilly Locks, but the Colts a lot run a lot of zone coverage they, say, and they put jefferson in motion all like every yeah. play so jefferson across the middle which then would mean you know if he's going in motion he's gonna be passed off from like the slot receiver or the slot nickelback which is kenny moore to like linebacker to the other side so if they're doing that and they really do the homework they should be literally sending justin jefferson across the middle every single play because they probably could do 
which that's like, honestly, that's how the Colts like give up yard. Like they don't give up big plays. The Colts don't, they really like, they limit the deep passes. So like I, anything coming across the middle is, is open game. So, you know, I, I think, I, I honestly think if they do that, Jay Jets can have a good game, but out of those three, um, I still like Diggs. I think he's way, he's still on un, underpriced, like, especially for what he can do. I mean, I understand Tyreek and everything like that, but like Tyreek's a little banged up. Like he, he hears his shin last week. I mean, I don't know how much that carries over into this week. Um, but Tyreek, I mean, he did play in, you know, in Kansas city for his, you know, his first four or five years, wherever he was in the NFL. But like, I still, I mean, Diggs is still the number one look for Josh Allen and me thinking that Josh Allen can still put up a Josh Allen type of game. I like Diggs there. Yeah. Nick. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. Um, I don't know. I just think, like Corey was saying, if Tyreek speed up, they might have to just, you know, do some jet sweeps, get real creative with him. And I think he's one of the most explosive players in the NFL. So I, I just like that X factor to him against a big divisional opponent that has playoff implications. They're going to find ways, even if they can't pass pretty heavily, uh, you know, to get him involved. Tyreek Hill, on the other hand, I think, you know, his game is the long ball. So that doesn't really work in, in this condition, um, which makes me like Waddle even more. So, well, I will say if Nick, if you're on Waddle, you should play in some tournaments this week because he will be the yeah, lowest owned. He will be one of, like, for a three game slate, especially, like, he's going to be extremely low. And, like, I'm, I'm just thinking he's going to be under 15%, maybe. You know, I don't think you'll get under 10%, but between like 10 and 15%, which is yeah. really good leverage on a three-game slate for someone that can be a slate breaker. And he's the past two games too, like he's put up under five points, I think. So like he's done nothing the past couple of weeks. I just think he's way too good of a player for that to continue. Yeah. So 7K, you know, people are definitely going to go either above him to get to the Diggs, Tyreek Jefferson, or below down to the, you know, the other guys. So he we will be overlooked for sure. Me personally, my ranking is Jefferson, Diggs, Tyreek. Um, just not on the Tua side this week, as I don't think a lot of people will be. <clears throat> but I just, that, that's the side I'm going to fade more. Um and Jefferson, again, since I like that game the most, he's obviously going to – I'm going to prioritize him over Diggs this week. Unless they somehow move that game or something, news comes out, and then then maybe yeah, I'll – That's the only way. <laughs> they would – I mean, Detroit's not playing at home this week, so you never know. Yeah, go back to Detroit. Then, then I would like Diggs more. Um, but that's at the high end. Now going to this mid-range – um, who do you guys like? I mean, you got guys like I'd say the mid range would classify as guys like you have Peoples Jones, Gabe Davis, Amari, Pittman, and Thielen. So, like, I would say one of these guys is probably likely to be in the winner. I love Pittman this week, yeah, I, like <laughs> I really Pittman do. Too. The Vikings corners are not good. Patrick Peterson is 50 years old. Um, and I don't even know who they got on the other side, but he's just as slow. Um, not that Pittman's like super speed monster guy, but he's a giant target. 
And I don't think the Vikings are going to get a ton of pressure on Matt Ryan, which is going to lead to some downfield opportunities Hopefully. for Pittman. Hope, I mean, obviously. Corey, who's your fastest guy? Is it Campbell? Uh, I mean, dude, Pierce is fast too. Um, who's your fastest guy? That's who I love to target against the Vikings. I, I mean, you can play Campbell. I mean, he's one play away from pulling a hamstring or whatever. I know, I know. I'm just talking purely who I've been attacking this year against Speed. the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, it'd be Campbell, Campbell in the slot. Um, it's the Vikings. It's weird because it's like Vikings have been, like I said last week. You know, Amon Ra's in the slot. That's why and Chark was great leverage. Pierce, Pierce is Pierce is the receiver who hits the go routes for us on the outside. So yeah, I love Pierce then. Yeah, I I mean he's I mean grossly underpriced. I mean that's because yeah, he's he three played, nine. Oh my, I know God. he they played last time he played was Monday night like against the Cowboys. So he didn't have the opportunity to get pulled. I mean, he had a good game against, against the Cowboys and like the Cowboys arguably have one of the better secondaries in the NFL. And like he wow. did very well. So I think, I, I honestly think Pierce is almost a lock in every single one of my lineups at this point in time. I mean, it, the, the issue is though, with the Colts, um, they only throw like one to two balls plus 20 yards down the field a game. Yeah. You so, could see what, what, but you could see like there's games and Ryan throws it 50 times this could be one of those games. It could be. It definitely could be, especially if, you know, Jonathan Taylor can't get going and they're having extreme success in, in the passing game. The one thing that hurts us is our offensive coordinator is 30 years old. He's literally our age calling NFL plays for the fourth week in his entire life. So, I mean, the, the issue with him is like, you know, the Colts will look good on the first drive. And then because he scripts the game out the yeah, first yeah. 20 plays, and then after that, he has to try to adjust. I, I maybe he's week by week. Maybe he's getting better. I mean, he looked better last week with the Cowboys. But uh, yeah, I mean, the other person I'm looking at, you've already mentioned it, PB Cooper, dude. Cooper could feast against this Baltimore secondary. I disagree with that for for a couple of reasons. One, he's going to get Marlon Humphreys on him. He's banged up. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is obviously. Deshaun Watson's favorite target, even over Najoku, who kind of like Will, his Will Fuller ish kind of guy. Yeah, that's exact. That's a great comparison. I hadn't thought about that before, but yeah, exactly like that. Um, Amari Cooper has not done anything for the past two weeks. I don't know if the chemistry is not there, you know, whether I I don't know. It, It hasn't clicked yet, but with Donovan Peoples Jones, we saw him put up 20 plus points last week. Um, and he's not going to have Marlon Humphreys on him like Amari Cooper is going to. So I actually think my my lock of the week for a player is Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think he's going to be the slate breaker that everyone overlooks, even at 5K. I mean, that's a, that's pretty expensive for him. But I think, uh, you know, he's got number one target share right now. So that'll also keep more people off of him. Yeah, he'll be he'll be definitely overlooked. People will go to yeah. I would say. So we're talking just ownership. People are going to play Pittman and Thielen in the 5K range the most. And then the guys like Peoples-Jones and Gabe Davis will be the guys in that same range that are leveraged off of them. Yeah, but I get what you're saying, Corey. Like he's – Mari Cooper's got three times the skill as (laughs) (laughs) Jones, but – it just hasn't worked yet, so it's, it's kind of scary. It's been two games. I mean, he's yeah. got a good matchup here. 
Yeah. I will say, Corey, I, I like the like I'm considering like my rule might be like I want to probably play like a Colts receiver in most lineups or may, maybe every lineup. Like, yeah, I, I just the Vikings are so bad against the pass. Um, especially on the slate where you got some low, low totals and just love this game. I I, I really want to have a Colt receiver on most lineups. I mean, the off the wall Colt play would be Ashton Doolin. I mean, he scored against, you know, how fast is Doolin? He's, he's pretty quick. I mean, you want me to look up his 40 time? I mean, I, I was going to look it up, but. <laughs> um, Let me, okay. You keep talking his 40 four, time. Four, three. Yeah, so just about the same as like Pierce and and uh, Pittman and Cam- Campbell's the fastest though. Not fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, another guy. I mean, dude, I I wanted Robinson for. Okay, the, so are we gonna go to the to the under five? Like this yeah, is the I, yeah. I I, do, I I'm completely full fade in Gabe Davis. I think McKenzie is by far a better receiver than Gabe Davis is. Gabe Davis just gets more opportunities, and which is ridiculous because, I mean, early in the season, he was running so many yards in his routes, and he was never getting targeted because he can't get open unless he's running a streak. So it's a three-game slate. I'm going to have some Gabe Davis. So Nope. He's a, he's, he's a, you, he's a prototypical oh, slate breaker. I mean, he, yeah, he, he definitely can be. But then when he's so not, I'm not going to – I can't fade that when a quarterback named Josh Allen is throwing on the ball. Like I'll just go – get it. Just, though, they're not going to be chucking deep. Like, these guys aren't going to be running streaks. I won't be playing a lot of him, but I will be playing some Gabe this week. I'm with you, Corey. I like McKenzie. I do too. I like McKenzie. And then my next one is Robinson. I Robinson's getting looks, He's which is crazy because he's not a good receiver. <laughs> But somehow he's been flourishing in that Baltimore Ravens, you know, <clears throat> offense. And you, everyone thought it'd be Duvernay, but Duvernay is a ghost. And the fact that he's more expensive than Robinson is kind of a joke. Um, but that's yeah, just... and I think Huntley likes Robinson more. He goes to him way more. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about any guys? You guys look at anyone else below this, Mark? I mean, we talked about. I mean, Pierce, Pierce is my favorite under 4K for yeah. sure. He's gonna be very, very popular. I mean, he'll be under twenty five percent. I think. KJ Osborne like nah. played a lot last week. Not against the Colts like though. He's like the guy the Colts won't let do anything. Yeah. What about another Bills receiver, Smoke Brown? No. Talk about speed. No. Khalil <laughs> <laughs> Shakir. Uh, I will be playing a little bit. Like I feel like I want to. If I play him, I'll probably want to play Watson in that lineup. But David Bell. Is he is he playing? He's having a few catches. I, I mean, he's definitely playing, more. but he's like, I don't know. He just, he's just he, really he allows you to so like he's one of these guys. So in a main slate, would never play David Bell in a million yeah. years. So, but three game slate, there's these guys like Trent Sherfield and Cedric Wilson, who I will be in my player pool. Um, but what happens is you don't need to hit the ceiling outcome of all your guys in a three game slate. You sometimes just need the right puzzle pieces to unlock the rest of your lineup. So what I mean by that is if you were to play David Bell, who's 3.1 K or Cedric Wilson, who's even a hundred dollars cheaper. What it allows you to do is play a a lineup that nobody else is really going to have. Why can't I put him in here to see like, hold on. 
Well, are you looking for? I, I'm trying to put this guy into my lineup to show. No, there we go. Okay, so David Bell. It allows you to play, like, for example, I'm just going to name a lineup off that you would never be able to have unless you played a guy at three or 3.1K. Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Bill's defense, David Njoku in the flex, and David Bell. You could never have that roster construction unless you played a 3K guy. Yeah. You don't also have that combination. So if all those other guys are hitting their ceilings, David Bell could put up six points and be optimal with well, just a snowflake next to his name. No, yeah, you're definitely right. Um, that's why you have to, I think, include these guys, even if they're just like not that great of plays in your pool. Okay. No, I mean, I, I definitely don't like discredit you there. And I think it's not like a terrible play. Um, because that, that you literally get the entire Vikings, like the entire Vikings Colts game, which is what I'm trying to do. You get cousins to Dalvin cook to Jefferson and Hawkinson. And then you get Pittman and Taylor. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting Bill's defense against the Dolphins in the snowball, and you get Njoku. Like you're just you're completely overstacking that game. Um, yeah, no one else will have that lineup. Yeah, you're definitely. I mean, well, now a thousand people because we have a thousand people watching us. Right, so. Everyone. so that's just yeah, some, some little tidbit of info on these three game slates compared to a main slate. Yeah. All right, and then to tie down, did Nick just leave? He got his phone died on him, so it was he was using it as his hotspot because Seven Eleven turned off the internet today at seven thirty. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, happens right. so often, which is not even shocking anymore. Do you want to go to tight end, or do you have other receivers? You no, want to talk? I don't think I have any other receivers, Alex. Do you? No, no, we uh, ran the gamut. All right, tight end. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's probably going to go in almost in all my lineups. Because of that middle of the field zone thing? Yeah, and the Colts linebacking core against tight ends is just not – it's not Darius Leonard – or sorry, Shaquille Leonard. I mean, he's been out all season. Um, I mean, we have replaced him with, you know, like a couple players that have been formidable, but nothing like – I mean, Shaq Leonard oh, is yeah. a pretty good coverage. He's not yeah, he was a pretty good coach. Yeah. So I like TJ Hawkinson over the middle. Um, plus, I, I, I can't, I'm not, I can't play Mark Andrews anymore, man. I really can't. It's just like, it's just so, it's the passing game is just non existent in Baltimore. And especially with Huntley now, it's not Lamar. Like, I, I, I played a lot of Huntley and Andrews last week and it burned me. And it's like, I know Andrew's talent and like how good he can be, but like, I just, he's too expensive. I, I'd rather go. So, he's, I mean, so he's, he's getting pretty cheap. So boomer yeah. bust this year. Yeah. But three games late. Yeah. I prefer him to play him when I'm playing a Watson lineup, but you know, chief. I definitely Hawkinson's lineup. Chief. Joku, yeah, yeah, clearly someone that Deshaun has felt comfortable with. Um, 
nine targets, seven receptions, and a touchdown, 60 yards. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't looked great, but it's pretty clear who he's targeting early, at least. Yeah. And that's Najoku. Um, obviously, the Ravens got some pretty good linebackers there, Roquan and and the the rest of them. But um, I think he's got a chance to to get some red zone looks and um, pay off forty two hundred pretty easily. Yeah, <clears throat> Najoku. This is the other position. Like, there's like six guys in my book. I can't narrow it down. I'm playing, I think, both Colts tight ends. Right. Um, what which ones? Jelani and Grantson. I'm gonna fake big cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing it's so weird to like week to week. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm I mean it's just because they're really, really cheap. So it yeah. allows you to get to a different type of build, especially if you're playing Matt Ryan, who's cheap, you can really pay up at some other positions. But I would Hawkinson's my favorite for sure. Um, but I mean, Knox like the one who plays the most for the Colts. So, yeah, I prefer him slightly to to Woods. But why don't they use Jelani more? Because he can't block, he's not good. He's not when he played at Virginia, dude. He lined up in the slot more than like a tight end. Should like, I mean, he's six seven, uh, yeah, (laughs) like. (laughs) He's huge. He's, yeah, he's so massive. big. I mean, just imagine if we had a, a quarterback to get the ball more or like an offensive scheme that, you know, if we could block and we allowed to, you know, someone have time to throw the ball, um, get more on, involved. But yeah, that's why Granson is so, I, I, that's why I like Granson is like probably one of my second favorites is because he runs so many short routes for the Colts. Like he runs no more than five yard outs or ends or, or drags. That's all he runs. He won't, yeah. So like he's he gets a lot of targets. Um, he's athletic athletic enough to you know break a tackle or two and get some of that yak. But um, but God, dude, Dawson Knox is very. He's in a great matchup. It's such a great matchup, and like I feel like every week he gets overlooked because he's like the third option, in or fourth option now. Um, in you know in Buffalo, I, I I think he could have a really good game. Yeah, I mean, and you you seem to be on like the like Josh Allen a lot, so it makes sense that Knox would fit those lineups. Um, this yeah, again, three game slate. You could play two tight ends. You don't have to like usually main slates. You don't really want to play a tight end in that flex spot, but you can do it on three game slates. Uh, I mean, we don't really need to talk about defenses. Do you just just want to build the lineup? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say something about defense. I mean, it'd just be the Bills, it, it, like, if the weather's bad. Yeah, they'll be the most owned, though. Okay. All right. All right. What are we doing? I vote Cousins or Ryan. What do you vote, Alex? Same. Cousins or Ryan? Corey? Yeah, we can come off of Allen. Um, let's – fuck it. Let's, do, let's throw Ryan in there. All right, we're doing Ryan Taylor. Taylor. So we want a receiver. We're going Pierce. E- yeah, let's go Pierce. So playing the Vikings, are we going to go 
I mean, we could just really overstack this game. Uh, Jefferson, are we going to put Jefferson in this one? Um, I mean, I, mean, I I'd we're like to have a lot of money. I would like to go Jefferson. Yeah, Hawk. I was going to say Jefferson and Hawk. Right, yeah, we can do that. Like the thing is, like with this, like when you're playing Cousins and Ryan, you can basically play the other quarterback as well because you're yeah. stacking yeah. the other side as well. You're just saying like. I think both of them go off. Ryan could just barely outscore Cousins, but they both. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, defense. Yeah, we want to put a defense in here. I, I think the Bills will end up being, like, the most popular, so I'd say avoid that. Browns. I say we go either – no, I would say – yeah, yeah, Browns. I like the Browns. Yeah. I would say Browns or even the Dolphins, but I would say probably the Browns. Yeah, and if you, if we need to, we can go down to them. All right, second running back. Could uh, really keep overstacking and go Dalvin. Or we'll go Mostert. I don't mind Mostert, especially if Jeff Wilson's out. I think he's going to be out, right? He's questionable, so, I mean. But I don't think he, he – I mean, he left that game. He looked like – I mean, a hip injury is a very – especially playing in that cold. Like, you take one hit you like probably that. probably want to save him for the playoffs, too. Trending yeah. towards a game time decision. Yeah. Just keep an eye on it. Yeah. We'll put him in there for now. Yeah. We still have 5,600, so we have plenty of money here. Um, I mean, we could really overstack the Colts side and put if – he, if he has one of his 50 pass attempts games, we could do Pittman. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's really taking – I mean, that's, that's – With a lot Taylor of, in there, too. Yeah, I actually do think like Taylor could catch a touchdown this week. I do too. So I, I'd rather go somewhere else for a receiver. I don't know. I feel like we want to get one more. Like, so right now we have Jefferson and Hawkinson who are so right now. I think it makes more sense if we don't put a third Colt receiver in here. Like Cousins is really likely to outscore Ryan. You know, if that makes sense. Like if Jefferson is going off and Hawkinson, who are much more expensive than the Pierce Taylor combo. I think Cousins would be outscoring Ryan. So you want to go off of Ryan to Cousins? Either off to Ryan to Cousins or adding in Pittman or Campbell. I mean, I think if you if you add a Cole, it's got to be Pittman. He's the number one guy there. You, yeah, that's why I, I, I would right. think that Pittman add, makes Add Pittman to that. <laughs> 5,400 for the flex. Um, just for like my own like saying, like I would like to – if play someone in the late game just in case. Yeah, seriously. Gabe is right there. Okay, do it. Gabe. Uh, he has the home run upside. You'd have him waiting in like the last just, you know. To save you. You just have him loaded in there, just ready to just shoot out of your cannon. <laughs> take you to the top of the le- <laughs> Take you to the top of the leaderboard. Um, But, yeah. I think that was a pretty solid. Like we really overstacked that first game, which you know that game really goes off. And the other ones are like can't play kickers on these slates, so you know you you got to get the points from the skill position guys. So I like that lineup. Uh, that'll do it, and we'll be back for our main slate show. We only got a few left before the playoff slates begin. Yes. So. Playoffs. Thanks for watching. Playoffs. <laughs>